On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we are breaking it down, not Michigan State's game, but the entire NCAA tournament. It's our NCAA tournament preview. Disguise this fade Friday brought to you by betonline.ag. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartan. It is Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my absolutely belligerently drunk Irish co-host, Matt Sheehan. Oh, I wish, man. God. But no, I'm a parent now. I have responsibilities these days and now I just gotta drink maybe, I don't know, something lame like three beers over the course of four hours tonight. <laughs> I, I, I used to live, Will. I used to be cool. But hot take, no, hot take. No, yeah, that's a lie too. Who am I kidding? No, 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 no. I'm saying hot take. I, I'm I'm about to throw a hot take. Out oh, there. Hot I take. see. Got it. Got it. Got it. St. Patrick's Day, pretty overrated. See, I and I get that. I totally understand where people are coming from with that. But I, I'm not in that camp. I do love St. Patrick's Day. Um, however. Uh, once again, being a father now and responsibility of uh, being married and with a kid and raising said kid. Um, I don't think St. Patrick's Day will be the same for me for the next, oh, <laughs> very long time because I have responsibilities now and I can't just go out and drink for 14 straight hours and nurse a hangover all day the next day without having to do anything. So, uh, well, I think I'll very, very quickly just be telling myself that it is overrated just so I can trick my brain into thinking that I'm not just missing out on what I used to love. Uh, in years past, but here we are. Here we are. Even though I just gave that take, I feel like I have a few St. Patrick's Day memories that are pretty solid. Like not like mm-hmm. traditionally good, but just things that have stuck in my mind. Yeah. One of them is uh, Chicago St. Patrick's Day. Did that, of course. Twenty fourteen. That was actually you know enjoyable. We had a, a hotel room overlooking the river. Oh, Stayed downtown, fancy, all bougie. Huh? Did wow. it bougie. Uh, watch the boats go by. The hotel room was the size of a closet. It was. Hey, that's. I'm ridiculous. sure it still costs but, like 850 bucks for that night. But hey, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't cheap. Um, but later we were up uh, in Wrigleyville, and I, I heard of this thing called Lyft. Yeah, we're gonna go to a party. We're gonna take a lift. Someone just oh. comes and picks you up. Wow, space oh, age will here. Yeah, that's cool. Let's do it. Uh, we got stuck in traffic, and our Lyft dis- driver decided uh, it would be best to drive down the wrong lane of yeah. traffic with seven people stuffed into his Toyota Camry. This was before the rating services, Matt. This was before the five stars. Oh, that's a shame. A, because, uh, I would give him six stars. That's a man that gets you places. <laughs> screw, it was, screw, screw traffic laws. They're yeah, traffic suggestions, that a, baby. That was an experience I also watched, witnessed in college – at like 1 p.m., a, a girl who was dating a friend of mine spit into the face of another friend of ours and then slap him in the face for literally, uh, quite literally, yeah. no reason. I, some people are into that, though. So, hey, maybe she it was, was your buddy's best day of all time. I don't know. It was it was wild. It was. We were just sitting there. We were just sitting like we gone wherever and it was you know 1 p.m you're like okay we've been drinking for a few hours like let's relax for a minute so we don't die yeah (laughs) yeah it was out of nowhere it was wild um 1 p.m's tough that's that's 1 p.m this is a tough hour on saint patrick's day do you remember gosh it would have been like 2012 maybe 
Um, oh, it 100%. was a Saturday, St. Patrick's Day, and it was 70 degrees. Yep. Yep, I 100% remember that. Yeah, me and my buddy woke up. We had some Beerios in our dorm room uh, with room temperature Natty Light and Cheerios, <sighs> and uh, started our day from that point on. And we just rolled into it. Like there is nothing, that nothing, nothing beautiful. like the first warm day on campus yeah, that's at what Michigan it was. State, and it was yep. like it was St. Patrick's Day and that colliding. And was, the only ugh. thing that could rival it was it being Halloween and the Michigan game at home the same weekend too. Like that happened in 2013. Like mm-hmm. you talk about just two banner days within a what 600 day span or whatever you call it. like oh well we are going full glory days right now but for a good yeah. reason oh give me back give me back. please take me back i don't <laughs> want responsibility anymore that that saint patrick's day was great because it wasn't even just like oh let's get shit it's like no let's just enjoy no. the hell out of this day let's just and that's get sunburnt it man let's go it's just let's vibes go. it was just vibes it was yeah. great simpler times uh, quite literally <laughs> <I'm> simpler times <laughs> Yes. On today's show, we're going to talk about the NCAA tournament bracket, go through some regions, talk about low seeds that could make a run, who we think is going to win, yada, yada, yada. We've got our bracket challenge, Locked On Spartans Group, ESPN, search Locked On Spartans Group. We currently have 350 plus users, It was or, uh, wow. people in the group. It was close to 400 last time I checked, so we'll probably be over 400 by the time you guys listen to this. Uh, yeah, go check it out. We got a bunch of prizes, home field gift cards, subscriptions to the newsletter, an autographed Cassius Winston rookie card. Yeah, look at us go. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever I decide to throw in, because <laughs> I yeah. still haven't, like, everyone's been bringing it so strong. And Matt, you got the Cassius Winston signed rookie card. And I was like, I got to get something cool now. I was just going to do a gift card, but I guess I got to do something cool. So I will figure that out and contribute a prize as well. So a bunch of great prizes. Locked on Spartans group. <laughs> On ESPN, we also have a uh, Locked On Listeners group on ESPN, so you could search that out. And if you win that, you will get to go on the Locked On Today podcast. So Bang. check that out. All right. Okay. That's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Matt, are you ready? Uh, well, I've never been more ready for anything. For the first time in, uh, I, I guess it's two years, we get to break down a bracket. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. So we're just going to consider this entire show a Fade Friday show brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Yeah. Because we will, you know, we're not just going to go like, oh, who's going to win, Gonzaga or, or Appalachian? <laughs> like, we'll have, you know, I got the numbers up in front of me. I'm sure you got them up in front of you yeah. in terms of, what are the odds who you know to make this run final four like so we'll talk about some of our favorite picks and some teams that we're kind of looking at in uh in upset specials so yeah let's get to it matt where do you want to start do you want to start just like let's do some first round games some upset things that we're looking at cuz all the numbers are out which is absolutely fantastic mhm and uh, so we can look through you know, who do we like as an underdog what the odds are uh, do you have anything that's sticking out to you right now that you just you want to lead us off with? Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I was kind of thinking of going region by region here, and of course, the bracket I'm looking at doesn't have the region names, but I'm almost positive it's the West region because it is, uh, you know, Gonzaga is the number one Gonzaga. overall seed, so they get placed in there as well. Um, listen, I, like, I know that this is the least sexy underdog pick because I feel like everyone and their cousin is on this one, 
but it's UC Santa Barbara against Creighton, yeah. uh, the, the 12 yep. versus 5 game. Like I feel like yep. that is the upset special for uh, pretty good reasons. Like Creighton not looking too hot in the, the Big East final game against Georgetown. Uh, you got the whole thing with, you know, just a minor plantation reference in the year of our Lord 2020 yeah, by just the head minor. coach. Uh, that's that's kind of tough. But also, I don't know, like uh, Santa Barbara's a, an okay team. They hold opponents to 62 points a game. Solid defense. I mean, I don't know. It's something there, I suppose. But, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I'm going to go with that one for my upset special in the West bracket. I, I know I'm not really, you know, talented coming out with a, a crazy uh, upset here. But, yeah, it's, it's plus 7.5 for Santa Barbara, plus 275 in the money line. But So that's just the 12 versus 5 I'm going to take off. And every year there's at least one 12 versus 5 game that ends up oh, yeah. with an upset. So I, I feel like this is the safest bet amongst those games. Yep. Yeah. I think – so UC Santa Barbara is 69th, nice, in Ken Powell. Yeah, like nice. they're, they're a legit good mid-major team. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really play anyone good this year, but they handled pretty much everyone in their conference. They lost a, a few conference games. They lost to UC Irvine twice, and UC Irvine's a solid team too, but sure. then got revenge in the conference championship game. Um, you know, like the literally the best team they played this year is Loyola Marymount. They did a home-and-home home with them and split it, and they uh, they beat Pepperdine, who's not the worst team ever, but a lot of like mediocre teams. But like their numbers are good, their efficiency numbers are solid. They're like I said, 69th and Creighton's 19th. So yeah, Ken Palm has it as a six point game. The the spread's a little bit bigger than that, so there might be some value there. Definitely. What do you think about Ohio and Virginia? It's spicy. It's spicy it's, indeed. I think it'd be spicy even with Virginia not having the COVID issues that they yes. had. Yes. Of course, because Ohio's got, you know, they got a nice little team there. And of course, uh, Jason Preston, who's just a dynamite uh, player for them. Good three-point shooter, salary rebounder. And also, I mean, the, the Mac uh, assist leader. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's very hard to say, oh, no, this game's not going to be anything. Like, no, like Ohio does have a fighting chance, especially if Virginia is landing the plane in Indianapolis less than 24 hours before they even tip off. Um or, I mean, or practice, whatever. Long story short, they're cutting it close to you know, how much time they had to prepare for this game. So it is a seven-point yeah. spread. That is a big number, especially when the over-under is at 131. Like, that's going to be a low-scoring game. That's going to be a lot for Virginia to kind of stretch out in such a low-scoring game. So I, I got to go Ohio plus seven. I don't know if I'd like them straight up, though. I'm not that much of a man to put the Bobcats uh, <laughs> every year that much. Every year there's a 13-4 game. Like maybe the four or the 13 doesn't quite pull the upset, but there's always a game that's close. And if I had to pick one, I think this is the most logical choice because you mentioned the COVID issues with Virginia and Ohio, Matt. They were 7-6 and six on January 16th. Their Ken Palm rating was 129th. They went from 7-6 and six to 16-7. and seven. One of, like, by the adjusted efficiency, like, when you sort of normalize everything, like, they've been playing some of the best basketball in the country over the last, you know, month and a half, almost two months. Like, I don't care who you are or who you're playing. To win 9 of 10 in college basketball, even though, you know, it's just the MAC, that's still pretty damn impressive. And they beat Buffalo on the road in conference play. And Buffalo's always a good MAC team. Mm -hmm. Beat Toledo and Buffalo in the conference championship and really, like, kind of ran through that. Like, yeah, Toledo, tough-ish game, but they destroyed a really good Buffalo team. So, like, they're kind of cruising right now. And Virginia 
is <laughs> like, can we get on the flight? Are we allowed on the flight? Like, so if there's a 13-4 matchup to stick close, I think I kind of like that one. All right, we'll move on to a different region, and obviously we took a long time in that intro, so we'll have really quick though. Is, is yeah. it Gonzaga that, that easy? Like, just I think it's Gonzaga that easy. Okay, right. yeah, That's I think Gonzaga that easy. Um, you know, in terms of like. Like Kansas certainly has their COVID issues as well, but by the time sure. they need to play somebody good, they could be totally fine. They'll be without, oh, I'm forgetting who it was, but someone who averaged like 10, 12 points a game for them uh, won't be making the trip. Iowa certainly could have something to say about it, but Gonzaga already beat them, and I think if they play again, if Iowa gets there, like I know people like to make fun of Gonzaga for not winning the national championship. Like, let's make fun of Iowa and, and be clear, they have haven't made a sweet sixteen since like the eighties, Pat. It's it's been a hot minute for them, right? It has been a long, long time. All right, we'll keep doing this more in just a second. But first a word from Blue Chew. Blue Chew, come on and chew some blue. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Their tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it all ships to your door in a discreet package sign up at bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you'll receive your prescription within days and it's all done online their licensed medical providers are going to work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription this isn't some cookie cutter crap like this is legit stuff bluechew.com and like we said it's in the name blue chew it's chewable so you don't have to swallow pills pain in the butt so you don't have to worry about it. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And Matt, we've got a special deal just for our listeners. You can try BlueChew for free when you use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. All you got to do is pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON, one word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get your first month for free. Today's show is also brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar. Matt, I need to take a drink of water. Just do the read. Yeah, guys. So Built Bar is having their Built Bar madness. Uh, head over to BuiltBar.com and vote on the flavors that are in <laughs> today's round. Now, what I don't have in front of me is the flavors in today's round. So, Will, I'm praying to God that you're not chugging water still. No, I'm good. Oh, um, no. Peanut butter brownie. God, that's strong. Against coconut almond. These are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bars. They're both fantastic, but one of them has to go, Matt. Who's winning this matchup, Coconut Almond or Peanut Butter Brownie? I I do love both, but I'm going to have to tell Coconut Almond to hit the bricks because Peanut Butter Brownie is such a juggernaut uh, that, yeah, you got to push it through. Yeah, Make like Fran McCaffrey at the NCAA tournament and get the hell out of here, Coconut (laughs) Almond. Peanut Butter Brownie is the big winner for me as well. Go to BuiltBar.com or at Built or at bar underscore built on Twitter so you can vote. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 when you're at builtbar.com and you're going to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And, of course, check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. We are covering everything you need to know about Michigan State, but what about the rest of the sports world? Well, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. 
It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. Matt was on it recently. And it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Let's quickly move over, Matt, yes. to the South region, okay. Baylor. Well, I'm going to need you to uh, like keep me from making a massive mistake right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, I have Texas Tech in my Elite Eight, and I'm really, really, oh. really tempted to just go absolutely crazy and put them in my Final Four. Will, I need you to wow. talk me off of this. I know. And honestly, like they could very lose, very well lose this first game against Utah State. Like You look at their head-to-head numbers. These are, aside from strength of schedule, very, very, very similar teams. Both score uh, 73 points a game. Both hold their opponents to about 62 points a game. They're both uh, the same percentage field goals. Uh, they're one percentage off in three-point shooting. They're one percentage off in free-throw shooting. Like It's a four-and-a-half-point spread for Texas Tech. So for a team that could easily get ushered out in the first round, well, why do I have them in the Final Four? Or potentially in the Final Four? Definitely Elite Eight. Um, just something about Chris Beard, man. Something about that defense. Something about Chris Beard in the I, tournament. I, I know it isn't the <clears throat> typical uh, Red Raiders beat the hell out of everyone defense because they're only a measly 23rd in the defensive efficiency and not like top five as usual, but I don't know, man. I like the matchups they have. I like in round two they could get Arkansas, which would be a lightning versus thunder game with the offense versus Texas Tech's defense. Ohio mm-hmm. State, I have no idea what I'm going to get out of them other than mm-hmm. a team that melts down at the end of games. Jose Valverde, Ohio State. Oh, my. Preach, man. Um, and Baylor, uh, whatever. March is weird is my only explanation for that. So I am going Texas Tech here with my uh, Elite Eight pick. So if you want to ask for upsets, yeah, I guess it's Texas Tech making a run to the Elite Eight, if not the Final Four. Other than that, so, though, Winthrop over Villanova. Sorry, Justin Thin, yeah, for listening to that, but Winthrop over yeah. Villanova. Yeah. So the odds to win the South region from betonline.ag. Baylor's plus 140. Te- uh, Ohio State is plus 375. Then wow. tied at plus 750. Arkansas, Purdue, and Texas Tech are your next three teams. Okay. At plus 750. And then, Matt, the next team, North Carolina plus 1,200. I think I know, Loyola's, I know Loyola's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately believe Loyola is an actually like good team, and their defense is legit. They're gonna play Illinois in the second round, and I just don't know how that's gonna go for them. Like, if they had Michigan, because Michigan's hampered right now, I thought I, I would think Loyola could pull an eight nine or an over eight over a one upset. I think North Carolina might be the most dangerous, intriguing eight seed in the tournament like if you're gonna ask me which one seed is gonna lose first I think I might go Baylor just because North Carolina is cooking right now like they yeah they they lost they lost in the uh in the tournament the ACC tournament but they had been clubbing teams and like when they're rolling like they just have giant dudes that rebound like crazy and if they just hit a few shots like they can absolutely run teams over like I think they're gonna beat Wisconsin by many points now with watch Wisconsin fuck freaking beat them yeah yeah that they're gonna become the team that they should have been the entire season yeah. out of nowhere right of course it's gonna so, be either a 20 point loss or they're gonna be in the elite eight all of a sudden if right. I'm gonna take a wild hack in the south region I'm looking at North Carolina at plus 1200 to win it I think they're really interesting yeah Winthrop it's good value oh, it really yeah, is it, Winthrop over Villanova is the one everyone's going to point to because they're hurt. I'm looking at, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. 
I'm looking at Colgate Arkansas, Matt. You know, I was going to bring that up because that is a almost NBA-like total for the game at 161 and a half for total points. Mm-hmm. That is fireworks coming down the pipeline. Colgate averaging 86.4 points a game. Arkansas, uh, 82.4 points a game. Like that might be that that might be like a good play for the over. Crazy enough. Top top ten in the net, baby. No. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, we made fun of Colgate a lot. Everyone, they were kind of the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. I watched them, and it was only one game, and they were playing Loyola, Maryland. So, you know, keep it within reason. They have a bunch of shooters. Oh, yeah. And they shoot threes like crazy. And oh, yeah. it's not out of the question that they have a game where they go, uh, like, 15 of 28 from deep. Honestly, like... I don't know if they've had a game shooting like that all season. I would guess they have, but like they're gonna put up so many threes, and they like they run in transition. They set up a three on the wing and they shoot it, and like that's mm-hmm. the offense. Mm-hmm. They um, they're really intriguing. I don't think you know they're not gonna match up at all athletically. In Arkansas, is, you know, the over might be a strong play. Like it might be a ninety to eighty game. But Colgate's really interesting uh, as a plus 315. I might be just, like, all in on taking the 8.5. But, man, Colgate, if you're looking at the 314 and, and, you know, those upsets rarely happen, I I just think Colgate's better than a 14. I think they're a little bit better than that. They're not certainly what the net rating says they are, but they're an interesting team. But, yeah, I I don't know. Do you have – like you're going Texas Tech to get out of that region. I'm probably. I'm still, still... gonna go Baylor. I'm still gonna go Baylor. I I, yeah. I can't. I'm not gonna go that insane. But Texas Tech in the Elite Eight, and actually I got an Elite Eight team that's even more insane than that uh, in the mess in the Midwest region coming up. Um, so yeah, we gotta hang on tight to that. Listen, if you think this is vanilla, just give it a minute before we get to the Midwest <laughs> region. That that won't seem as vanilla when we get over there. So rest yeah, assured. I just. I think with Villanova hurt and, I don't, you know, I, I've said all those nice things about North Carolina, but there's a reason they're an eight seed. They're pretty inconsistent. Yep. Purdue doesn't really, as a four seed, it's like, okay, I, I like Purdue, but I, I still think Baylor would whack Purdue. Arkansas so doesn't really too. scare me. You know, right. Ohio State could be the one that prevents the Baylor thing, but as we've seen and discussed, like, Okay, if they're good, if they're playing well, yeah, but, like, what's going to happen the last minute when they start pooping on their shoes? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think Baylor does have, with that said, like, I, I do agree with your assessment that North Carolina is a wild card and could take them down, but the full body of the region, I think that Baylor does have the easiest path to a Final Four of the one seeds, of course. Probably. Well, yeah. Just because Ohio right. State, like, is kind of clunked at the end. I, I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem like a two seed I could take seriously these days. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back and do a big final segment with the Midwest and the East, and then we'll talk about like Final Four teams and all that. First word from Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, and you're going to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 
Are you ready for the NFL draft? Well, no. you can be. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solik as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis of the 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guests Mox right around the corner. Follow Locked On NFL Draft Podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's go through the East region. This is where Michigan's the one. Yep. And a fully healthy Michigan probably feel good about them getting to at least the Elite Eight. Certainly. But without livers, it's it, it's honestly who the hell knows because don't have much of a sample size, and he's pretty damn important to them. Uh, Matt. Will. We can talk about some upsets here. I'm not sure that there are many. Maybe the 11-6. We'll see. We can talk I'm about a certain team in there. So chalk in this region for the most part, man. Yeah, it's I feel like painful. I feel like Alabama's coming out of this freaking region. Yeah, I, I I do as well, and it's such an easy pick for me to the point now I'm overthinking. It's like, oh, like is it really that easy? Because just like you said, I mean, listen, Michigan's banged up. Um, Dickinson, they're still the favorite. They are the favorite, but like Dickinson, he's been, listen, he's a good player, but he's not as great as he was to start the season. So I don't know if it's a factor of hitting the freshman wall or teams have figured it out or what have you. But man, like after watching Alabama, just, you know, go through the sec in the regular season and in the sec tournament, like it's very hard to pick against them. All that, too, while combined with the style of basketball they play. Like, Nate Oates has got that team coached. They're fun. Correctly, man. They are taking yeah. threes. They are shooting layups. They're doing nothing in between, which is <laughs> kind of the way the basketball is definitely trending and has already trended in the NBA. And, well, seems to be working out okay for Alabama. But, man, that, that's the a best team part, with some moxie. <sighs> the best part about them is that they defend like crazy. They're one of the best oh, defensive yeah. efficiencies in the country. And people are like, oh, they give up 78 points all the time. Yeah, it's because they play games that are like 78, 80 possession games. Like quick they games, have man. quick games. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. They're running. Their opponents are running. But defensive efficiency wise, like on a per possession basis, they are awesome at defense. One of the best teams in the country. And on an, any given night, they can light you up for a hundred points. The scary thing is, and we love to say it, live by the three, die by the three. Yes, they do shoot a lot of layups and dunks, but they put up a ton of threes. And one cold night can do you in yeah that's always a possibility especially in a single game elimination uh bracket style tournament but i know i just don't see many threats to i don't know so like texas is good and texas is rolling a little bit had a fine they got great guards the big 12 great guards which is important in march of course as the old florida state is solid but honestly i don't trust anyone out of the acc this year colorado that's fair Colorado's okay. I think they're overseeded a bit. UConn might be. You know, it might be UConn. It might, UConn might be the one where you're like, hey, who's a surprise team in this region? It might be the seventh seed UConn uh, Huskies. But they play Maryland first round, and that's a weird as hell game. I've got Maryland taking that one. Honestly, and I'm going to tie this back to State since this is a Michigan State podcast. Like, you, you really think I could watch the Terrapins twice this season against Michigan State and then pick them to lose <laughs> in their first round game? Like, no, of course not. Maryland might as well be the greatest team in the nation to these Spartan eyes, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Terps here. I'm quietly rooting outside of Michigan State, quietly rooting for LSU, Alabama in the Elite Eight. You know what? Again, I want it. I run it back, run back the SEC championship game. 
And you, you talked earlier that the, the most dangerous eight seed could be North Carolina. I actually think it could be LSU, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need Will Wade to call me personally and tell me what LSU team is going to be taking the court that day because <laughs> it almost goes back to the 2019 uh, Sweet 16 game against them. Like, there was plenty of reason to be very frightened of them, but there is also a reason to not be scared about them at all. And MSU completely boat raced them. Like, yeah. LSU, you know, they... No I Will think, Wade that game, though. They, no Will Wade. Right, of course. And, like, that's a team that's more talented than their eight seed suggests, but their record... Yeah. No, that suggests eight seed, but at the same time, like, they could turn the Jets on. They're not scoring 82 points per game, like, on mistake. It's just, can you get hot against a Michigan team? Or also, like, can you also get out of the first round against St. Bonaventure? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the up and down with LSU, right? Like, their floor is so low that they can get dipped out early against St. Bonaventure. Or they're so high that, yeah, we could be getting this dream matchup of LSU and Alabama in the the Elite Eight again. So I think they're the most dangerous eight seed, but also, like, the biggest mystery of an eight seed, too. (laughs) They are playing a nine seed that is great at defense and really well coached. Right. And if I'm like, okay, what team's going to beat LSU? I'm like, probably one with a good coach and probably one that plays defense. <laughs> yep, check and check. Right, exactly. Uh, Matt, your well, Michigan State Spartans mm-hmm. are plus 2,800 on bet to get out of this region. I'd, I'd throw five bucks on that, yeah. I, five? Wow. I, I would maybe do five a, bucks. I'd yeah. maybe do a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose probably more responsible, but yeah. Ah, five or well, why not? I, I had to – I. I I got 50 to one for the big 10 tournament. And I was like, yeah, I guess That's I can do five time, on that. Yeah, I'm not doing 28 <laughs> to get out of the damn region. Are you kidding me? All right, let's move over to the Midwest. Illinois is the one. Yep. Uh, Houston is the two. Mm-hmm. Gosh, West Virginia is the three and West Virginia is solid. This one, I think the very best game in the entire region could be the sweet 16 Illinois against Oklahoma state. A hundred percent. And also Oklahoma state versus Tennessee in, in the second round would just be, that'd be dynamite, fun. man. Like, yeah. that, that'd be awesome. Uh, well, I'll, you know what? I teased. Uh, I got my craziest pick here in the Midwest region. If you'll allow yeah. me, I'll just cut right to the chase. Um, 2016, Syracuse was ranked a 10 seed. Uh, oh a lot of people God. didn't think they should have yeah. been in the tournament, uh, if not just a 10 seed yep. in general. What did they do? Yep. They went to the Final Four. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, 2018, yep. they weren't supposed to make the tournament uh, outside of the bubble looking in. What did they do? They made it to the Sweet 16. Well, yep. Syracuse, for no good reason, uh, not only made the tournament, but also avoided the first four altogether. So, Will, uh, with no other reason than just following a pattern here, uh, I got Syracuse in the Elite Eight against Illinois. Yep. Um, just, You're right. Yep, beating yep. San Diego State. And I know, of course, Syracuse, they run the zone. How do you beat a zone? By shooting over it. And, of course, San Diego State shoots a pretty high percentage. They shoot 37%. From three, that's good for thirty second in the nation. But will um, have we ever seen a team that shoots well from three over the course of a season struggle against Syracuse uh, early on in a turn? Have. have we? Will hmm, that's weird. Yeah, um, we so West Virginia's second round, don't care about it. Rutgers is getting to the Sweet Sixteen too. They're beating Houston in the second round. Uh, no stats for that. That's just me being crazy. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, Syracuse, they're gonna go to the Elite Eight, and I'm gonna hate every second of it. Um, we're all gonna be upset, uh, except for Big Ten Ben. He'll be uh, ecstatic about He'll be it. Fired so, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He- Houston's Houston's good. They um, are good. They are very good. And I like I know it's Houston. It's not a power five team, but I think a lot of people won't have them going far in their brackets for that reason. But honestly, if all jokes aside, it's a good leverage. Spot. That's a very good leverage spot for a bracket pool, especially. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. four four guard play, man. Like that's that's again, they talk about it with Alabama. Like that's just the way basketball's kind of going, positionless, and they do it very well. They are number six in Ken Palm. They beat <laughs> Texas Tech on a neutral court back in November. Other than that, they have not played 
uh, a single tournament team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which they're twenty four and three. All credit to them. That helps. They're very obviously and clearly a good basketball team. They've played one team, and they beat them, but they also lost to Tulsa. They lost to East Carolina. They lost to Wichita State. There's a reason they're going to be the two seed that everyone is kind of picking on uh, a little bit. Could you imagine if Michigan State and Syracuse flipped and it was Michigan State in that draw? Um, You'd have them in the Elite Eight. You would. I don't know that I would. You would. No, I, I 100% would, yeah. Um, oh, wow. God, Will. You know what? It's crazy that thought hasn't even crossed my head. And now I'm like in total like daydream mode right now. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, now I'm upset. Because San Diego State, like, listen, this is a team that's like, oh, yeah, they, they could be good. No, they, they never do anything in March Madness. Please, like, save it. Um, I, I just, <laughs> they're I, good. They, yeah, they're, they're good, but they they're, always lose in the first weekend, good. seemingly. I mean, I they're know. They're good. They're good. They're not that good. Right. They're not... They're not that good. I really wish I could have more. I, listen, I got a really chalky bracket, and I don't like that, especially with the year as weird as it is. And I wish I could, you know, just sack up and take some more upsets. But I don't know, like Oregon State over Tennessee. Like, no, I, I don't think one hot weekend in the Pac-12 really gets me too excited. I mean, for yeah. the same reason that Georgetown doesn't really get me too excited uh, over Colorado back if uh, we're going to go to the East. I don't know. It's... Uh, it's it's pretty chalky for the first few rounds, of course, save for, like, Florida State versus Alabama in the Elite Eight. And, uh, oh, here's Texas Tech taking on Baylor. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wonder if that's what a lot of people's brackets are like that follow college basketball. I wonder if it is chalky round one because there's also a debate going on, too, of is this a wide-open bracket or is this one of the most not wide-open no. brackets of all time? And, like, I think there's an argument to be said for both, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards, like, not – Really, there's not a lot of three or four or five seeds that really excite me. Where usually in years past, nope. it's like, oh, a three could, a four could. It's like, no, I, I genuinely think it's going to come from a top two seed this year. Like all my my final four is one Gonzaga, two Alabama, one Baylor, one Illinois. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's so boring for me to say out loud. I almost hate myself for saying it, but at the same time, like that. There are eight teams in this country, seven if you want to take out Houston, that have really put themselves head and shoulders above the rest, in my opinion, at least. Gonzaga is one of the best teams in adjusted efficiency margin ever recorded. They have the number one offense, the number 10 defense. It's not a fluke. Yeah. They may not win because, you know, Kentucky had like the best team ever and didn't win. Yeah. Um, It's March at the same time, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you can say like they haven't played a really tough game in a while, except for like BYU. They've had a, a few BYU games sprinkled in, but other than that, it's been since Christmas since they played a good team, right. and that was Virginia, who they absolutely manhandled. They put 98 on Virginia. That's unbelievable against Virginia, too, of all teams. Man. 98. My favorite stat 98. about Gonzaga is that their average possession on offense, I think, is like 14.6 seconds 14, or something like that. 14.1. That is insane, man. <laughs> yep. 14.1. Blistering. <laughs> yep. Yep. Second fastest offense in the country, and it's the number one most efficient offense in the country, and they have a top-10 defense to go with it. Yeah, I think Gonzaga's an obvious favorite for the whole thing, but I don't like picking – like, put it this way, Gonzaga's odds to win it all are pretty much the same as Illinois' odds to win their region. Right, of course, of course. So, And they are the exact same as Michigan's to win the region. Gonzaga is minus 230 to win their region. What? Minus 230. 
30 That's to go to the final four. Pretty, pretty good. So yeah. who's your final four then? Like, who do you have lined up? Uh, Gonzaga's, I, I don't know for sure because I haven't filled out my bracket, but just like first blush, like I think Gonzaga's an obvious, like just set them in there and let's go. Um, I probably would go between Baylor and Ohio State for the next one. Um, you know, Illinois interests me, Ohio State. Houston, I, I think, is better than you think. But, God, that's Syracuse. You made a case. Oh, yeah. No, like, the, there's, <sighs> yeah, there's no, like, hard Midwest. X's and O's stats about it. It's just yeah. what happens in life when March rolls around. Like, Syracuse yeah. just gets the benefit of the doubt, and then they take advantage of it. Like, it's it's sickening. Uh, the Midwest is kind of up for grabs for me right now. And then uh, in the East, Michigan State. There we go. That's see Will. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Locked on Spartans, baby. And Michigan State is beating Illinois by how much in the championship game, Will? May, may I ask? 600. Good. 600 <laughs> yeah, right. points. Good. How many fouls for Maddie Sissoko? Four flags. 17,000. Good. Excellent. Fantastic. Yes. That's what I like to hear. It's going to be good. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow where we will break down Michigan State's first four game against UCLA. We'll get into all the nitty and the gritty talk about UCLA, the players to know what they do, how they play, and how Michigan State can possibly win this game. So that's what we'll be doing. Hope you join us. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, hit us with some trivia. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Will. I got a fact for you. In 2019, the MSU men's basketball team earned its 10th NCAA tournament final four berth in program history with its 68 to 67 win over Duke in the Elite Eight round. I love the range of these facts and trivia. Like, yesterday it was like, who rode in 1957? And then today it was like, hey, here's a game that everyone remembers from two years ago. All right. <laughs> Go over you guys.